Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for tuning in to listen to today's episode. I am Takor. I'm the host and founder of Teachers Can Be Wealthy Too. And I'm just so grateful for everyone that tunes into, um, listen to, you know, the messages that I have to put out there, the information and resources that I want to share. And so for today, before we get started, if this is your very first time listening to Teachers Can Be Wealthy Too, let me give you a little background on what this podcast is about and what I intend on being intentional about on this um, podcast each and every time that I deliver an episode. So episodes happen weekly, um, usually on Sundays. You can find a new episode. If there's not a new episode for the week, hey, I'm human. Life gets in the way sometimes. Being a mother, a wife, an educator, an entrepreneur, and so many other things, right? But I'm so grateful to be able to come and be intentional about the things that I believe in, with the things that I'm called to and purpose for. So here at Teachers Can Be Wealthy too, I talk about ways for you to build long money, honey. That's generational wealth um, to create financial stability and financial freedom in your life from, for generations to come. And so I highlight building this monetary wealth through side hustles and um, businesses, small businesses, entrepreneurship, and also investing to own assets so that your assets help you to pay for your liabilities and also build long money, honey, okay? So, um, and for me particularly, my niche is education-based businesses. It doesn't mean that they're not. there's not other businesses that you can't build or there's not other skills that you can't monetize. But when we talk about side hustles and um, businesses, I specifically talk about education type businesses, education based side hustles, because teachers can be wealthy too. So my audience is pretty much primarily educators who are professionally trained or persons that have a passion for teaching. You don't have to go to school to be an educator, to be a teacher. So let's just put that out there. You don't have to be a degree, four-year, five-year, two-year degreed educator. You may simply be someone that has a passion for teaching. You want to start a teaching component to your business, or you want an education-based business to get in the education sector. That can be a training business, a teaching business. That can be a business that's closely related to education. It doesn't have to be teaching. It can be consulting. It can be training. It can be, you know, making digital products. It can be creating courses. It can be a speaker. It could be creating a school. It can be creating curriculum, publishing books. There's so many things that you can do that is education-based or in the education sector that is not just about teaching. So I talk to educators or teachers professionally trained or passionately trained about how to monetize those skill sets, right? And not only monetize those skill sets just to have a little extra income, but how to take that extra income and increase your wealth viability, right? To increase your wealth viability for the generations to come. So that's a little bit about what this show is intentionally about. Now, my background, for those of you who are first time listening, I'm going to try to go through it really swiftly because my background is pretty extensive in the education um, sphere as well as some other areas. But 
First and foremost, I've been in education, it's 2022, so let's say 26 years now, and most of my career was spent in leadership. Um, I also was a classroom teacher, but early on in my career, I advanced and elevated into leadership roles because that is what I had my eye on. I wanted to lead I wanted to advocate. I wanted to change and be able to change from from the top seat down. Right. So and I've been in a private sector, never worked in. Well, I did work in public school system, but I was a custodian. Yes. One of my early jobs, I was a custodian at a public school in the public school system while going to school for my degree in education. Right. But when I finished my degree in education, I worked in preschool and the private sector. So I've always worked in the private um, school sector where we had anywhere from infants to fifth grade. That's the area um, that I worked, the age groups in in, um, grade levels that I worked with anywhere from infancy to fifth grade. And this is in the private school arena. So it was private schools. It was small independent private schools as well that had the upper grade levels to fifth grade, Um, whether it was an infant room, a preschool room, a pre-K room, an after school program, a kindergarten program, a second grade classroom. This is the area that I worked around and in throughout my career in the private sector. So I've never worked in public school as a teacher, but I did work in public school as a custodian, which is so cool and funny because... um, it's a whole different story about being a custodian in the school system while going to school for education. Yes, I have some stories about that. But um, and also, in addition to that, through the years, my career has taken me, like I said, into leadership, which means I was director of schools, um, program director, executive director, center director, um, pre-K site director. So I held director positions, whether it was. Um, in the executive role, um, the center role, meaning that, you know, running the entire program or program director, which means that, you know, there may be another director who was the school director and I was the program director, which means that I was over all phases of the program and the staff and things like that. So my job has, um, you know, given me a lot of experience in the director um, role, leadership role of schools and again, in the private sector. In addition to that, um, I'm a state trainer in many states, in about five or six states where I can offer um, early childhood education training classes in the child care industry. Um, I've been, you know, a visitor to schools to do verifications for people who are trying to get their CDAs. Um, I've worked in education recruiting as a senior recruiter for education, as well as an operations manager of um, an education staffing agency. So I've done a a lot of things in education. In addition to that, I used to own my own staffing agency where we did substitute teachers, um, after school teachers. And then also uh, I've been an adjunct professor at a college um, teaching early childhood education courses. So, and that's just a little bit of what I've done in education. So my businesses are in education. I have Smart Kids Learning Enrichment, which is a virtual um, learning program that supports early childhood education and homeschool support. 
Um, we have virtual programs that start from the age of three to 12 years of age. So that's one part. And then here you are, uh, this podcast is a part of KSL Professional Development Institute, where I have the Teachers Building Wealth Academy that teaches teachers how to monetize their skills, what we're doing now. And then, of course, the trainings that I do for online courses for child care programs, um, preschool professionals, whether it's directors or teachers or whatever. So those are my education-based businesses. And then from that, there are some other passive incomes that come out of that for education, like creating curriculums writing children's books, writing children's workbooks, and creating things like education resources, and all of these different things that you can do from, um, you know, from your, all of these different things that I do that I want to teach you to do is what I'm saying. So just wanted to give you a little bit of background if this is your first time listening. If that bored you, sorry about that. But I like for people to understand that I am not just someone that's just talking out the side of my neck or just blowing smoke. You know, but these are things that I'm experienced on. These are things that I know. These are things that I do. These are things that I'm an expert at through years of experience, education, um, and, and just accolades in those areas. So chances are, if you listen to me, 99.9999999% I am, um, I do know what I'm talking about. Just like, you know, the DNA is real, right? The DNA doesn't lie. So I have the DNA of an education-based business owner. I have the DNA of someone who's experienced in this industry. And not only that, we talk about investing in assets and those things because that's another passion and something that I've learned through hands-on experience. So I want to teach you how to have those side hustles, have those businesses, and then take that profit and make your money, make you more money. And that's when we get into investing and ownership in those things, okay? So I've spent a little time letting you know about that. What am I talking about today? I know that's what you're waiting on. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Does that sound like a drum roll? I hope it did. I think I did that good that time, all right? So let's get into it. Let's get into it. What is today? Today is Sunday, February 27th, 2022. If you're listening to this later, thank you so much for listening. If you're tuning in on the day that it was recorded, peace and love to you. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I want to talk about you being a business owner without actually having to tangibly, physically work in the business, manage the business, build the business from the ground up. You can be a business owner without ever managing it, without ever hiring for it, without ever doing any training, without ever doing any paperwork, without ever showing up, right, in the business. So you may wonder, how can I be a business owner and I don't do all of those things? That is literally impossible. No, it is not. Let me tell you how you can be a business owner without actually physically having to work in or on or about the business. Do you want to know how? Now, I shared this on Instagram. So if you saw my post and listened to, you know, if you saw my post on Instagram, then this is not new to you. And then you may already know, but for those who don't know, or maybe you know, but you never really consider it. Because sometimes we have so, we're inundated with, inundated with so much information that sometimes things go in 
and out the other way. We hear it, but we don't really focus on it. We don't really give it any room to 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 grow. It's like the seed was planted, but we don't really water it by doing our research with without um, by considering it. Right. It was planted, but no one watered the seed. So guess what? It did not grow. Well, I want for you to water the seed after today. And hopefully what I'm shedding on you, if that seed has already been planted and you were aware, but you didn't consider it, let this be the water. If you've never known about this, if you've never heard about this, you've never thought about this, then for you, it just may be the seed. Okay. Now what you do with this information after it, whether it's the seed or whether it's the water, the only way that you're going to reap a harvest is if you continue to nurture it. So that's totally left up to you. All I can do is either plant the seed or give you the water to, to, you know, to help it to grow, right? So yes, I am using those analogies. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. You can own a business or several businesses. You can be a multi-business owner to help you create multi-millions of dollars, right? By investing, investing, investing in things like index funds, like mutual funds or ETFs, investing in stocks, in the stock market. By becoming an investor, or maybe you don't want to invest in the stock market, you may want to invest in real estate, but there's so many different ways to invest. But I want to talk about Investing in the stock market, because even in the stock market, you can invest in real estate stocks if you don't want to physically have to own property where you have to, you know, um, be the one that covers the building, be the one that covers damages, maintenance and all those things. Maybe you want to get into real estate, but you don't want to do that part of it. Maybe you don't have the capital to do that part of it. One of the best ways to own real estate is through real estate stocks, right? Um, and so, and then there's other stocks, stocks on commodities, technology, health, um, energy, transportation. There's so many things that you can diversify your ownership in the stock market without actually having to show up for the meetings, having to hire, having to train, having to fire, having to do paperwork. You don't have to do all of that, but still you are a business owner. So how am I a business owner? You may ask by owning stocks. How is it? That's just a stock. Well, listen, when you own stocks, that is called equity into the company. You are a shareholder. You own equity into that company. Therefore, you become a business owner in partnership with that company. You are invested in that company to help them with their growth well, for whatever programs they're trying to create, whatever investments that they're doing in order to um, grow the company, right? So you become an owner. You don't own you know, the whole entire company, but you are, you are one of many, but you are one of the owners of that company by when you invest and gain equity into that company, right? You gain equity into that company. And over time you gain what is called compound interest. You put your money in and then it gains interest on your money. And this is the way, if you're talking about 10, 20, 30 years from now, this is the way that you increase your wealth by increasing your worth in the stock market, right? Your monetary worth um, in the stock market. It's, it's, 
it's like I know it can be intimidating and people can be inferior of it if you don't know, if you're not aware. But the first step into doing this is becoming aware and getting over the intimidation factor, getting started. I got started in stock market without having a lot of information, without being aware. I was smart, you know, and I did join some classes. I did read some books, you know, to gain knowledge about what to do. So you can get started with little knowledge, little investment to become an owner. Maybe you don't want to own a business, but you're tired of living paycheck to paycheck. You're tired of Raymond noodles, right? You're tired of being what I call paycheck weekend rich, right? You get paid on Friday and you balling a little bit into Sunday, Monday coming, you're back to Raymond noodles and trying to count your pennies into the next paycheck cycle. We don't want to be paycheck weekend rich, paycheck cycle rich, right? We want to be wealthy. We, we want to have long money for our generations. And again, I say this on everything that I do. Wealth is not about bragging. Wealth is not about materialistic things. Not in my eye. Wealth is about having options. It's about having resources. It's about being able to help other people, starting with you and your family and your generations, right? So, Wealth gives us options, options of where we want to go, options of where we want to live, options. It just gives us options, more opportunities, right? When you have wealth, you have better health care, right? If you are, you, you have access. Wealth gives us access to options, right? And so I'm such an advocate of that. And also when we talk about kingdom wealth, wealth is something for all of us who are kingdom minded because I'm a kingdom minded individual. I believe in God. I'm a faith person. I'm a minister. I I believe in all of that. So we talk about kingdom wealth and having a kingdom mindset and wealth is a part of that, right? To fill your barns so that your cup is running over. You know, so that you're able to spill out and bless other people to be charitable, which is which means love. Right. So these are things that we can possess. But a lot of times we don't really possess those things because we don't know how to take possession of the promise. And so one of the big things that I'm about is teaching you how to take possession of the promise. Yes, you may not want to own a business, but you want to increase your financial wealth, right? You want to change your financial story. You want to create your own wealth journey. One of the best ways to do that is to begin to invest. How do wealthy people stay wealthy? They own businesses and they invest. And then when they invest, guess what? They're owning more businesses, right? And what happens is they don't have to show up for the meetings. They don't have to train. They don't have to fire. They don't have to go through all of the other stuff that goes into owning a business, but they invest their money. They allow their money to sit in their long term. They have a plan of how long they want their money to sit and they continue to do that over and over and over again, right? And so when they invest in, let's just say they invest in Mickey D's, McDonald's, they invest in McDonald's, they buy shares, stocks in that, they have equity. Now they own, they're an owner, one of the owners of McDonald's, right? Now they're a business owner. They are a partner with McDonald's. Well, every time someone goes to work at McDonald's, the CEO, the the, um, restaurant manager, the crew member, the shift manager, Every time they go to work, they are working for the business owners who are a.k.a. the stockholders, the stakeholders, 
those who own stock equity into the company, they are going to work for you and they are helping you to become wealthier. Okay, so you want to see them win, right? When they go to work on their marketing strategies, when they create new products, your money is helping them to do that. So when they are doing those things, they're working hard. And in, the, in turn, you are able to increase your wealth value because of their work ethic and what they're putting into it. You see what I'm saying? So you become a business owner. And when the, the freedom of investing into the stock market is you don't have to own just one, just two, just three, just four. You can own multi, multiple businesses. Because if you started your business, maybe you have a business and maybe you have one or two businesses and, you know, you don't have all the time in the world. So you don't want to be overworked. Um, maybe you don't have all the capital to open all of the types of businesses and things that you want to do. But when you invest in the stock market, you're able to own several different businesses and you're putting your money in a place where your money is making you more money. And there are literally people every day that's going to work at these companies that you own as one of the owners to help you become wealthier. Right? So it's just about changing your mindset and seeing how this is something that can actually work for you in order to increase your monetary value. If you have dreams and plans and things that you want to see in the future for yourself or your children, like investing in the stock market is one of the places, one of the ways that you want to do that. This is how the wealthy stay wealthy. They let the money that they're making from their businesses make them more money by investing that money. So you start a side hustle. This is what I'm teaching in the Teachers Building Wealth Academy. And if you're interested in the Teachers Building Wealth Academy, I want for you to go to kslinstitute.com. And you will find out about the Teachers Building Wealth Academy. And that's where I teach you how to start those businesses, start those side hustles, and then take that money and invest it in the stock market so that your money is making you money. You want your money making you money. You don't want to just take your money and then put it in a regular savings account and you only get 1%. No, you want to put it in the stock market. Where on average... For numerous of years, the return of investment is about 10% a year if you own stock. Okay? So these are the things that you must consider if you want to actually build and grow wealth. You can be a business owner because I do realize that there's a lot of people out there that they don't have the time or the energy or they're not really interested in entrepreneurship where they really have to work on the business. They got to grind for five, 17 years before they see a return of their investment. They don't want to go through the long nights or the discouragement. Maybe you just don't want to be a business owner. Like, I don't want to be uh, an entrepreneur, but I want to be a business owner. There's a difference. And I want you to think about the difference like this. I don't want to be an entrepreneur in the sense that I got to do the grind. I got to go through the work. I got to put in money. I got to do, you know, but I want to be a business owner. You can be a business owner through the stock market.
by being an investor. And because you're invested in these companies, they're going to work hard to grow so that they can pay their investors back. And because they have, you know, they have a vision and a dream for where they want to take their company. And your money helps them reach that. So in, in return for that, you get compound interest. Your money grows. And so does your wealth. Okay. Like, I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur because I have my own businesses that I've built and I'm building. And it takes hard work. It takes sweat equity. Like, it's not overnight. Some days I'm like, I'm just about to just shut it down. And then, then I get inspired and I hear from the Lord, like, no, keep going. If I said this and I'm like, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. It can be insane sometimes. Things work, things don't work. You're wondering what's going on. How did, you know, so many messages out there do this, do that. And you're trying to figure it all out. It can get clouded. It can get messy. So entrepreneurship is not for the weak at heart. You had to put in some sweat equity hours in there in order to get something out. And sweat equity is when you're building. You have to build. You have to work. If you want to get equity, if you want to get money out of it, you got to put sweat equity. So I'm an entrepreneur, but then I'm also a business owner, right? Because I own several different companies through my investment portfolio. So my money is working for me. So what I do is, and here's the scoop. You work your business, you work your entrepreneur journey, whatever your small business is or your side hustle. And I really don't like the term small business. I don't know why, but we know what small business means according to, you know, our taxes and IRS and in 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 um government um legality of things. Cause I'm like, my business is big, it's large, you know, but we know what we mean by small business, right? But I really don't like the term. Um, but you work your small business and you gain profit. You work, you put your sweat equity in there on your entrepreneur journey to earn profits. And then you say, okay, this is the profit for this. This is what I need to invest back into my business. But this money right here, instead of spending it and living this lavish lifestyle and going to buy liabilities, I want to buy assets so that my assets can pay for the liabilities that I want later. And so that my assets help me to build loan money. That is the plan. That is the strategy. If you're working on your job and you don't want to be an entrepreneur yet again, but you're working in your job and you just, you're just over broke, right? You know what they say, the acronym from job, you're just over broke. Okay. If you're just over broke, take some of that money, your earnings, because that's your sweat equity when you go to work every day. That's your sweat equity. It may not be entrepreneur, but that's your sweat equity. When you go to work every day, you're help. But the thing is, you're helping them. That company that you work on, you are putting in sweat equity in that company for them to become richer. The owners, the stakeholders. You are making them rich with your sweat equity. You don't get no equity out of it. You get, you know, a paycheck, your earnings. And that's a whole different conversation. But you or your money, your sweat equity is not working for you unless you make it work for you. So take your earnings from your paycheck 
a percentage of it, and then invest it in buying companies through the stock market. So you go to work happy every day, every week, every two weeks, every month when your paycheck comes, you can smile because you know you're not just paycheck rich for the weekend because you're invested in the stock market and you own stuff and your money is making you money. Long money, honey, for the generations. So this is my scoop. This is my nugget for the week. You can be a business owner without building the business. This is the scoop and strategy on how to make long money working on your job without becoming an entrepreneur. Maybe you just want to be a business owner, but not an entrepreneur. And this is how you do it. All right. So join, connect with me on Instagram at teacher building wealth. Go to kslinstitute.com. Find out about the Teachers Building Wealth um, Academy where I teach you all of this kind of stuff. I teach you how to start a business. I teach you about business systems. And I teach you about investing in the stock market. I teach you about cultivating a money, uh, money mindset, creating your wealth journey, building your wealth story. I teach you about different education-based businesses and the structures of those things, how to get started. And the greatest thing about the Teachers Building Wealth Academy is that it's on demand. Like you're getting something added every month. You can go in. As long as you're a member, you can go in when you want to and take hold of it. Of whatever you want to do, you can either do it in order or you can do it on, on demand. But every single month, there's a different module. And then each module throughout the months has have at least four, three to five different master classes, resources, ebooks, materials, so much information to help you. So you want to check that out. Follow me on IG. Let's connect. Let me know, you know, on IG, send me a DM. Let me know that you listen to the podcast and how it's helping you. Let me know if you're interested in in, in having um, coaching services. I offer those as well to help you get started. Discovery calls, strategy calls, because I am the teacher wealth strategist. Strategizing is what I do. I just gave you one of my strategies is to, you know, Stay on your job. You don't have to leave the classroom, but now let your money work for you. If you're not letting your skills as an educator work for you, let your money that you earn as an educator work for you through investing. All right, you guys, I'm going to get out of here now. Peace and love. I hope that you tune in next time on another episode for Teachers Can Be Wealthy too. Share the podcast with your teacher friends, with your educator friends, with your friends who are about business, who believe in, you know, a growth wealth mindset, who believe in generational wealth, who believe in using the skills that you have to produce the life that you want. All right. Peace.